0: on this computer. And there we go. Uh, hey everybody and welcome back to season three episode two of how I spent my allowance. We are still discussing Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman's Dragons of Winter night as we will be for you know quite a little while if uh, Dragons of, Out of Twilights anything to go by. And when I say we of course I mean myself Seth Alcorn.
1: Right Lee Bartlebaugh.
0: Naomi Collard
2: and James Finley.
0: All right, everybody, give yourselves a round of applause for that. We made it through. We did it.
3: And tragically, Patrick Murphy Donahue will not be joining us for this yes. film. Yes,
0: uh, yes. Patrick is well. It's is is well. I mean, it's the same day, so he's he's still feeling poorly. But we will we will record with him next time. Um, okay, so uh, we join our heroes in Chapter Three, Tarsus the Beautiful uh and the 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 drawing is ominous
3: it's yes. a little confusing
0: yeah it, it it appears to be some sort of weird metalwork dragon and I think then that's there's
3: an anchor
2: i yeah. think it is
0: an anchor and then there's a a a, a twisted tree with a net on it and spiderwebs growing uh all around
3: some uh some sail rigging yeah draped draped elegantly over this this tree Things so, have
1: been too happy.
3: Things have been too happy. And, things have been too happy. And now had it too good for too long.
0: You <laughs> and your <Yes. laughs> eight hundred refugees camped out in the dwarven city underground on a desperate mission to find somewhere else to go to avoid the dragon armies. You guys are having too much fun
2: living that charmed life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: so they're they're apparently at the hills outside Tarsus. And uh, I think who is it? Tannis, Sturm, Caramon, and Raceland all decide that they are going to climb up one of those hills to to see what's
3: going on,
2: but not in the daylight.
3: But not in the daylight. Well, Never. Tan- no. Tannis says so, and Sturm is like, "I'm going to go," and he's like, "No, no, no. You, 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 chill with the lads and the lasses." And then Raceland is like, "I'm coming," <laughs> and <laughs> Tannis is like. My dude, you can barely walk. How do you think you're gonna climb up this this thing? <laughs> with,
2: a, with a costume change. <laughs> with a costume
3: change. Get yeah. into them white robes. Yeah. <laughs> go. T- I love how he's just like, go go talk to our friend, the the cleric. He's got some white robes you can borrow. You red robes, son I, of a. I like yeah. the idea that he has an extra set of white robes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, day. right here. Let me just uh. Whoop.
0: These these are my fancy robes. Yeah. These are for dinner set parties. Of fine
3: robes. Fine,
1: and rice. i'm so good yeah you can borrow them
3: yes. yeah <laughs> sure Mason. of course absolutely no actually let me, no, let me, actually, let I me give them. you
1: let me give you the ones that are off my back cuz that's what a good friend
3: does that's what a good for you know and what, watches
2: this and thinks he he's flexing on lorana like trying to take his shirt off for lorana <laughs> yeah it's it's just uh, Sorry. You know, what we're, writing, we're writing I'm AU in our heads here. Right? <laughs> we're writing AU—the Ellistan
0: Lorana AU. It's—it's it's like, like I'm—I'm also going to be a little bit gross and say this, Tennis. Even if Lorana did have a thing for Ellistan, wait about twenty years.
1: Yeah, he gonna be dead.
0: <laughs> you could you could swoop right in there, my friend. Yeah,
1: and be like, oh, my life, it's cursed because it's so yeah. long
3: being half elven. Yes. You know? yeah. and- Though he really can't complain about
2: that to Lorana, yeah. a full blooded elf who's likely <laughs> to live twice as long as he is. Yeah, Tannis, tell me about it. Thanks. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh I, so- I do like the idea that he is, that he is uh just this like super selfless like that that trope of the person who's just like oh you know what? Yeah, absolutely. You know I only had this one, so here you take it. Yeah, it'll be. And nice. everyone's just like, "I hate that guy."
0: He's yeah, so nice. he's
3: too nice. He's too good. Well,
0: I mean, really, they have two of them in the party because Goldmoon's kind of on the same level.
3: Mm. Yeah, but they like Goldmoon.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Goldmoon's been through some stuff with him.
3: Ellis Elastan, a little bit, but not in the same way. Yeah. I feel like I'm thinking of like a Parks and Rec character. I can't think of who I'm referencing in this moment, but um, I don't know. Yeah. Jerry?
0: Anyway. So they climb the hill and they find out something really important about Tarsus. Now, they were going to Tarsus, and we didn't really talk about this last time, so let me me just front load it for you now. They were going to Tarsus because Tarsus was a famed seaport, and they figured that they can get passage on a ship for the refugees, or ships for the refugees, so they can go somewhere safe. Well... They're at Tarsus, but you know what's not there—the ocean.
2: Well, you see,
3: there the was cat- a thing three hundred <laughs>
2: years ago. Yeah, the cataclysm cat- giveth
0: and the cataclysm taketh away. Uh, and my favorite thing is like there has been no news from Tarsus because the only way through the mountains was through Thorbarden, and the dwarves said no. <laughs> a- and now there's a reason for that. There was this thing called the Dwarfgate Wars because, like, a bunch of humans and hill dwarves tried to get. To Thorbarden because they thought Thorbarden had a lot of food. Spoiler alert, they did not. No. Uh, but since then it's like, so let me get this straight. Thorbarden you have had no trade with anyone outside Thorbarden Yep.
1: That's that's not that's not <coughs> Thorbreden takes care of its own. Exclusively.
2: Exclusively. Exclusively. Yeah. Mount- yeah. Mountain dwarves are the D&D version of preppers. Yes. <laughs> oh they, were, my... they were they were ready for it
1: that's the campaign i want to play though <laughs> it's like mountain yes. dwarves are preppers and they will not help you unless you do the special quest
3: i do want my mountain dwarves to have like minnesota accent <laughs> oh. <Yeah.
1: laughs>
3: it's, we we prepared for the apocalypse with hat dish.
1: <laughs> you uh, you spent how many gold on your bunker? Oh, well, I got an uncle over in the next town who would have given you a bunker at half of the cost, but like, you already got oh, one. Not
2: all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I smell another podcast. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Please?
0: And that's all the news from Thorbarden where the dwarves are <laughs> the dwarves are uh, have bearded cheeks, uh, and all the children are above average. I don't know. I missed it. Ah, <laughs> it's
1: perfect. It was yeah, beautiful. the Prairie
0: Home Companion was a thing. Yep.
3: The oh, Prairie Home Thorbardin Companion. Yes.
0: Prairie Home Thorbardin Companion. All right. So now there's like everybody's a little bit. Everybody's a little bit concerned because they're like, "Well, what are we gonna do?"
3: Yeah. It's so do we-, we go
0: back to Thorbardin? Do we keep going? And. Raceland is like Caramon's like ah I, I think you know once again I think there's someone watching me and Raceland's like there is well how do you know because I know <laughs> the power was given <laughs> to me in the Tower of High Sorcery you know,
2: like about which I am forbidden to speak so do yeah. have to ask
0: me yeah it's 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 also like that's a weird what does that mean you have detect evil in a one-mile radius? What's what's going on? What do you got there, friend?
1: Fucking race, Yeah.
3: <laughs> can you be a little less useless? No! He's, he's,
2: he's got spoiler alert redacted. Yeah. <laughs> he's got some stuff.
0: Um, And then we get a description of what Tarsus was like. And apparently it was bustling. It was a big city. They had a big library and what seems to be like a university there. And there were clerics and knights of Salamnia, and then they, you know, fell into the, they did the whole king-priest thing and uh, the cataclysm showed up and the people turned to the knights of Salamnia, and the knights are like, we can't do anything about this. And then,
2: um... Well, then we're gonna blame you for it. And then we're gonna
3: blame you for it. Either you or me and I like my job and, (laughs) uh, yeah, Y'all are gonna forgive me anyway because that's in your creed.
0: So, yeah, so they just, they basically do not like the, the Knights of Solomnia. Uh, and eventually, Tarsus kind of got its crap together and became, rather than a sort of an international port city, they became sort of a local hub and were content with that. Um, one of the things that, that's that's noted later on in the book is that the part of the city that the library in was um, destroyed. Mm. Wow. Uh, And they didn't rebuild it, Uh, I I will say, uh, based on um, the second interstitial book, which is weird because it sort of happens in and around book two, rather than there being like a, a distinct break between book one and book two, and there's an interstitial book. There's actually a little bit of a break in book two, and that's sort of where it happens. But uh, we find out that there is a, a secret group of scholars who are dedicated to keeping the library safe and hmm. rebuilding the library. That's for those of you who are like me and get really anxious anytime somebody's like, The library was destroyed and nobody tried to fix
3: it. Yeah. That that seems impractical. And yeah, then cause... we all
1: start mumbling about my Alexandria.
2: Know,
4: you were
3: Alexandria
2: oh, I'm upset about it. Interesting because we have an annotation in this book that is essentially exactly that where, yeah. where they like the comparison of this, the, you know, the library of Kristen, Kristan um, yeah to Alexandria and, and the fact that, um, was it like that, that discovering a library like that would be a fantasy for one of the authors.
0: Well, so. I mean, it could be a, a, a fantasy for, for many of us. I The, the only oh, yes. problem is, of course, look, I've discovered this ancient library. I can't read any of these languages. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, Let I'm me get Duolingo you out. Do they have yeah. ancient Greek on here?
1: <laughs> you know, I... I got. I picked up some ancient Sumerian, but if you don't practice it, you lose it. It's really one of those languages.
3: It's really one of those languages. Yeah,
0: Um, yeah. So anyway, it's just a nice little like quick history of Tarsus, and uh, what we find out is that they have heard rumors of war. Somehow, I don't know whether they where they're getting these rumors from. Uh, Although, uh, spoiler alert: there is in fact a dragon army south of where. Everyone is right now, um, but these particular rumors came out of the north. And what they go, what they say, is like, well, the Knights of Salamnia are still trying to be relevant, so it's probably nothing. They're just saying that there's a danger, so everybody will look to them for protection and give them power again. But that's not what's happening.
4: Mm-mm.
0: So now we come to Chapter Four. Arrested, the heroes are separated. An ominous farewell. Mm. And there we are with the sign of the Red Dragon Inn, which what is also a game you can play. Uh, it's not, it has nothing to do with this Red Dragon Inn. It's just called the Red Dragon Inn. And it's a, it's basically a card battle game. Oh.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, okay. So. The, um everybody everybody walks in somebody catches Sturm like sees Sturm wearing the knight's, Knight of Solomnia armor mm-hmm. uh, f- essentially watches them go into the inn and then follows them in and talks to the innkeeper and then the guard goes somewhere
2: and makes his report yeah it's not already obvious. already V-Sneaky instead of like yo dude what's that under your cloak it's like hmm yeah. Well, you see, I'm a knight of Salamnia. <laughs> yes, can't you tell by these giant mustaches? Yeah, yes!
0: th- you think the mustaches would have given him away, unless that the hood of that cloak's pretty deep. But uh, yeah. So now there's a bit of an argument where again they're trying to figure out what to do. You know, Flint wants to blame Taz, and Taz is like, "It's not my fault that I don't have. I didn't have the correct.
3: My map shows Tarsus in an ocean here." I- mm. <laughs> Also, I warned you guys that these maps are three hundred years old and no one has a new one. Yeah. Stop writing so, my dick. Yeah,
2: I know. <laughs> don't don't hate don't don't hate the player. Hate the game.
0: Yeah. yeah. The game is in this case the cataclysm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh Tannis is like, well, maybe maybe we ought to go we should send word to Southgate. Maybe we ought to go and some of us should go further south. And then Elistan's like, no, I don't like it, but I got to go back to Southgate because that's where my flock is. And he's like, Lorana, you got to come with me. Tannis is of course not happy about this. Gold Moon's like Riverwind and I are going with, Hey, remember Gold Moon? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to point out we're four chapters in. This is the first she said anything. Yeah. Um, and we, we've discussed this before, <laughs> but remember how important Riverwind and Gold Moon were in book one?
3: Clair yep. of yeah, yeah, died and okay. came back to life. Crystal try
0: to, rods. Try to hang on to that. Because mm-hmm. yeah,
1: because the book won't.
0: Because the book is not gonna. Good. Um. Uh. Sturm, Caramon, and Raceland are all going to go with Tannis. uh, and then Raceland picks a fight with Sturm. I hate he's, you. He's essentially like. Terms like, I don't think Raceland should travel. He's coughing a lot. And Raceland's like, Is it the coughing you fear or my power?
3: <laughs> um, Raceland, yeah, no one was talking about your power. No one has ever mentioned your power. No one I think, well, right. you should.
0: You, you should. should ah, it. Fear it. And then, and, and there is a mention of apparently how much more powerful he's getting, but again, the problem is. Like in game terms, he's maybe gone up to level five. It, it perhaps level six, which means he can cast Fireball. Great!
3: Whoa! Coincidentally, he learned some stuff from Fizban.
0: Yeah, but well, and you would have to think that Fireball was one of those. Like that, <laughs> you'd think that that's the first spell that fizzban's going to teach anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, Tasselhoff gets bored, and decides he's going to leave the inn. And then nobody notices.
1: Aw, oh, the Kender.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> doing uh, that rogue shit. Yeah, doing that rogue shit, yeah. Uh, and then apparently Lorana's like, I want you to change my room to one near Ellistan's And it's like, why? Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to be near Elistan's room? What's going on with Elistan's room? Lorana's like... Are doing
3: this fight right in front of the, the, the we... innkeeper? Right yeah. in front of my salad?
0: Yeah, and my favorite <laughs> thing is... And you... Like, Lorana flat out says... I'm doing something meaningful and useful and you want me to quit because of some jealous notion you have about you and Ellistan. And Tannis comes back with I'm not jealous. And it's like you course. and Lorana comes back with if you're not jealous, why don't you let me continue my work for her? it's it's also like Tannis, dude You've got Men. no standing to be jealous. You're not in a relationship with Lorana. If you want to be, talk to her. And yeah. then work out your jealousy because it's really, really heteronormative and kind of terrible. It's uh,
1: toxic.
0: It's a. Take it's a minute. A, it's some toxic monogamy, and you're not even in a
3: relationship. Take a minute. Go talk to a fantasy therapist about your feelings, and come back humbled.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's it's fine, man. It's it's just. Uh, and I'll, I will ask the question here even though it's not quite appropriate. The question is would polyamory have solved it? The answer is no because Leron is not interested in Elistan that way. Yeah. This is a question of would polyamory have solved somebody having friends outside a relationship she's not in?
3: I mean given that we know next to nothing like maybe if given we know next to nothing about KDR at this point like maybe 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 if Tannis were poly and he would be like I can love two people equally at once. And I can that, hold space in my heart for both of them. I can, and that's the thing.
0: Oh, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Keep going, no, Naomi. No, yeah,
3: yeah, Like, in that regard, like if Tannis were the one who were polyamorous in the in this situation, he wouldn't have to be like, I'm so conflicted between my elven love and my human love. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, is that he apparently,
0: he can't hold space in his heart for two people because it's got to be either one or the other, the elf or the human. It's not both. Mm-hmm. It's like you dummy you like both of them
1: which also it's just i think uh, because we through this conflict of like one that Tannis has been set up as like he cannot be like he cannot be whole like the fact that he is half elven makes him unwhole and then now not only have we like made this weird love triangle we're not really getting much beyond like for these two love interests beyond like oh you are how i define myself like based off of you i mean like tannis just needs to like go like go to some fantasy therapy and get a stronger sense of identity like i truly don't think that tannis can be a good partner from where he is because he's constantly going to be looking to his partners or partner to complete him.
0: Yeah.
3: Like go take some him fantasy himself. acid and and, <laughs> and <that's> complete.
0: <laughs> I, I just, I uh, if you're a fantasy character, I don't recommend eating those mushrooms, but anyway. Um
2: Yeah, and that's Riley. interesting. And I think we'll come back to this I, I think it's next chapter in a conversation about Tannis.
0: Yeah. 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 Well yeah there there is there's an important conversation about Tannis, but Right now, I look, uh, Archie. Maybe you don't have to choose between Betty and Veronica. Is is all I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: but uh, that's not how this book is written, and they are going to force poor Archie to make a choice. I think no, because it,
2: this book is all about a a triad means conflict. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. I guess in in my in my
0: analogy, Caramon is Jughead. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Get behind that.
0: Yeah, uh, it would it would also be weird because technically, uh, Raceland would probably be Reggie, but that would make Reggie and, Ver- and Veronica sisters, and I don't uh, brother and sister, and I don't think we want to. Don't think we want to go there. It's not a perfect metaphor. It's no, not a perfect I mean. metaphor, it's uh, but it's like so. We're returning to Dragons of
3: Autumn Riverdale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> a much more interesting <laughs> concept. Yes.
3: Someone get Aaron Spillane to write this fanfic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay. So uh,
0: the innkeeper is just like, uh, oh, that's no, keep having that. Uh, I've got to leave. And we hear that Tannis hears Taz uh, twirling his hoopack in a particular way or spinning his hoopack so as to to make a a noise that means danger. And Taz comes in and is like, guards, it wasn't me. (laughs) They caught me stealing on the counter. It It wasn't me. (laughs) Uh And Tannis is like, okay, everybody here, and he gets a little, he gets down on a knee, and he's like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. <laughs>
2: yeah, breaks out I that way. you and Alistair
0: go upstairs. Sturm, you and to stay here. Riverwind, you're the tight end, and, and...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he is.
3: Sorry,
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> sorry. sorry. Yeah, been uh, waiting twenty years to make that joke, <laughs> you, James. Yes. <laughs> So they, they have
0: everybody, they have their little battle plan, and uh, <laughs> it's decided that everybody who stays to talk to the guards is going to get rid of their weapons to seem less aggro, and even though he and Raceland were uh, going at it hammer and tongs a minute ago, Sturm drops a Great Worm Caterpelius reference, and Raislin is like, oh wait, I I, I could have Friends? <laughs> no i rather have the power <laughs> yes uh, i understood
1: that reference race
0: <laughs> but then he says farewell my friends and a long farewell it will be some of us are not destined to meet again in this world
1: oh my race i don't like that you can see time sometimes
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's like oh boy all right it's 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 almost like it, I don't know if anybody watched uh American Dad. Yeah. But uh Roger the Alien at one point yeah. is like, Aprema Le Deluge. I don't know what it means, but it just sounds ominous when I say it. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh Raceland that's a that's a heck of a thing to drop right there. <laughs> right? You think
1: Raceland is like miserable to play card games with? Cause he can see the future or like strategy (laughs) games with like, he can't, you can't play chess with Raceland. I I think I see your plays. I love the
0: idea of Raceland playing cards and it doesn't happen every now and again, but occasionally you're like, all right, I'm going to raise. And he's like, you're
1: bluffing. You have an unsuited King and Jack and I have two aces.
0: And it's like, Oh, all right.
1: And then it's also like Raceland, you could have just won. You could have just not been an asshole,
3: but he can't, he can't do that. No. Um, the Queen's Gambit 2020, except with Raceland and Except with Raceland. <laughs> uh, so
0: Sturm is like, yeah, no, it's probably nothing. Um, Tannis is like, yeah, maybe it's something. And then the guard is like, oh, 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 it's them. Oh, it's them. Oh, like I said, it's them. It's them. <laughs> and the constable's like, okay, uh, where are the others? Um, well, they're not here ish and you're going to come with me and then two guards try to go up the stairs to find everybody else and Raiceland uh, apparently sets fire to the stairs
3: okay I cast right. minor illusion yeah. and, and I like the and I like the fact is
0: Raiceland sets fire to the stairs and everybody gets freaked out by this Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guards are like,
2: we, we don't have to go up there, do we? But even like
0: Tannis and Sturm are like, Ooh, oh, oh, we're, we're a little frightened. And it's yeah. like,
2: dude, he talked to dead people in book one. Yeah. Like, set this fire is what to the scares stairs. you? <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: He literally conjured a dragon lance. It's <laughs>
0: an illusion. But it's like, in book one, he cast a spell that was above his level and from a different class. And you're worried about a little fire on the stairs. Yep. Nisk, tisk tisk. Conveniently. And then the constable decides that discretion is the better part of valor. And uh, he's like, okay, you two are going to stay here and guard the stairs. Um, I'm going to take everybody in. And then as they walk out of the street, Tannis looks up at a window and sees Lorana watching them. And she, she mouths, I'm sorry, at him and Elvin. And then he has an epiphany about what he should have done.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And he tra- he, before he could do anything about it, the guard's like, quit signaling to those friends of yours. And uh, the, the last part of this chapter is uh, he thinks about Kitiara, but that doesn't do it for him anymore. He realizes he's more in love with Lorana, and he looks back again, but the curtain is drawn. all.
1: He only wants what he doesn't think he can actually have.
0: Oh, if only he'd said anything at all.
1: I have very little sympathy for Tanis. yeah, right
0: I, yeah he's, he's really like he is' in a he is in a prison of uh, his own making.
1: yeah like practice talking about your feelings.
0: yes, um but he does not no. Which
1: is interesting because you
0: would think the elves would have figured that out. But he's given not, how long he's they He's neither live. elf
2: nor human, that's man, true. he's he's pulled constantly between two worlds, never to be home in either.
0: Yeah, it's Sorry. it's like a triad. It's Tannis's elven part, Tannis's human part, and Tannis like actually as a person.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say Tannis's dick, but that's much
0: more. Much Hello. Well,
2: that is doing a lot of the thinking. They
3: do talk about the pendulum swinging.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Uh,
0: so, uh, yes, chapter five, the riot, Taz mm-hmm. disappears, Alhana Starbreeze. And there is a picture of uh, a funky uh, jewel. It's got, um, it, it looks like an eight-pointed star. It's got a bunch of gems in it. Looks pretty fancy. And uh, what's happening now is everybody's getting stuff thrown at them because nobody likes the knights, so people are throwing rocks at Sturm and garbage, garbage, and they are cut and bleeding and covered with garbage and filth. Um, Sturm's not going to retaliate, but Flint's
3: getting angry. And now we find out about where taunting comes from. Sturm's just like, this isn't even the worst fucking trash I've had thrown at me. Yeah, it's streets. like, you call this trash? You call, you call this filth? You call that a tomato, please? Um. So they gave Kender's taunt. Mm-hmm.
0: And Taz is too far ahead of Tannis for Tannis to do anything about it. And I will say that there's a note here. this little idea for Kendra came out of the game group and forever made life miserable for the people of Krin. It seemed like an easy idea to implement at the game. but turned out to be a long- term challenge for those of us working on stories. I assume that means because they just had to come up with taunts a bunch of times.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can we be clever?
2: Yeah, and yeah, it's hard because you're you have to uh, like in this example, you're trying to make up taunts that would incite you know real. Reactions to people that have who are characters that haven't been developed. So you have no, you have nothing other than like generic your mama jokes, basically. Or, yeah, with, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. It's
2: a tough thing narratively to do.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, especially because that. it's like we we don't know anybody in the riot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what might hit push their buttons, but apparently Taz's taunts are doing it uh, because the constable thought he was doing a perp walk for the press, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And what he's actually doing is maybe uh, turning this into a, a riot. <clears throat> so the the crowd is surging towards the prisoners. Tannis is trying to uh, get to Tasselhoff. Uh, Gilthanis is knocked over. Sturm standing over him, and Tasselhoff is kidnapped. Like uh, it says a hand clapped itself over Taz's mouth while two more pairs of hands gripped the Kender's wildly kicking feet. A sack was popped over his head and all Taz saw or smelled from that point on was burlap as he felt himself being carried away.
3: Uh, so he's been kendernapped?
0: napped. He's been kendernapped. napped. Uh, Tannis yes. is cleaning off uh, tomato, some rotten tomato from his eyes. And uh, while everybody's, uh, oh, Flynn's picking cabbage out of his beard. I, I bet you know what? I bet if they all got together, they can make themselves a nice, a nice, healthy salad.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Nobody throws their good fruits and vegetables at people and walking in the streets.
2: I do like. I think they 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 mentioned carrot tops, which is just <laughs> a fun a fun <laughs> image in my head. <laughs> yes, yes, they threw stuck. carrot
0: tops at him. Yeah. Oh, I'm a
2: prop comedian. <laughs> no,
0: <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, carrot a very tops and Gallagher's. Yeah. yeah well, Oh, let's not talk about Gallagher. Let's only talk about Gallagher Two. <laughs> Actually, let's not talk about either of them.
2: Yeah, I was right along.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they realize that the Kenders escaped. Everybody realizes that Taz has escaped. Everybody's really concerned about this. One of the guards is like, "Should we go after him?" And the constable's like, "No, don't, never, don't waste your time. He's not important. We've got enough people to take to the council." Um, Tannis and Sturm have a little conversation about, like, what the political situation in Tarsus is. Uh, Sturm apparently knows the reputations of the Tarsian lords, even though no news has gotten to the north from Tarsus since the cataclysm. It's also like, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, basically they go into court. Uh, uh, the lord asks what the charge is the constable says inciting a riot and then somebody comes up to talk to the lord and they realize that that somebody is a draconian
2: Grima
0: Grima
3: Wormtown I was really really excited that we were about to go into a courtroom procedural territory
0: Uh, we are Uh, we're we're not going to do that Um, we're going to cut back to the inn is what we're going to do And there is a note about Tika that I feel it necessary to read because,
2: yeah. More toxic masculinity, friends. Sure is.
0: Here we go. Because the artists wanted a babe to paint, Tika was added to the party from the beginning. Artist Larry Elmore did a racy pen and ink drawing called Tika Takes a Bath. It hung on every game designer's cubicle. I wonder what happened to the original. Larry?
3: So there you go answers to questions nobody was asking
0: yes answers we did not want to know but now there are now. apparently there's a pen and ink sketch of tika taking a bath um good probably on ebay anywho Lorana's looking by the window she's like i guess hoping for some news uh caramon and tika are next to each other and and talking but raceland's also there um being you know, cock blocking as only Raceland can do. Um, and finally, Lorana goes to talk to him. Although we do have this, Raceland's strength had been growing since the companions meeting in Solace, as had his power. Uh, he had mastered several loose spells. As his power grew, so did the misgivings of his companions. No one had any overt cause to mistrust him. Indeed, his magic had saved their lives several times. But there was something disquieting about him. Secret, silent, self-contained, and solitary as an oyster, which is apparently a reference to A Christmas Carol. I'm assuming it has to do with Scrooge. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think yeah. it's his description of Scrooge. It's you know what? you know what just i only t- remember it because i just recently watched the muppet christmas carol for the first time nice and i think i remember them using that line as well
0: yeah i think allison and i watched the muppet christmas carol for the first time a couple of years ago um and uh yes so uh yeah i would actually if somebody wanted to do a dragonlance christmas carol with racelin as scrooge <laughs> I would watch that. I think all this episode is about is what other media properties can we put Dragonlance into? <laughs> <Yep>. Yes. <laughs> yes. How how can we make this just a little bit more fun for everybody involved? Caramon is obviously the ghost of Christmas present. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Uh, <laughs> we just and- keep casting him as. The people that
0: want to eat. Yeah, yeah. the people Aww. the jolly people who want to eat. Um we cast him true to character. I think they wrote uh,
3: him as a stereotype.
0: So fair, fair play. B- that's true. Boo is tiny Tim.
3: Oh Yeah. Bapoo. Bapo
1: is, is tiny Tim.
3: Yeah. It's not Bapo than Flint. That's I be the I want Flint to just be like I'm not
0: Tiny Tim. Is Tannis Cratchit Platt. then? Uh yeah, I think Tannis has to be just Cratchit. by default. Yeah. yeah. By default. Tannis is Cratchit. Um um, James and I know who Marley is, but we're not telling. <laughs> is it verminard uh, Yes, it's yeah. Verminard. Because, yes,
2: anyway. for reasons, yeah. reasons.
0: Anyway, so if anyone's listening, uh, get on that, um, Dragonlance Christmas Carol.
2: Yeah, come on, wizards. Hey,
0: you, you know what? I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. <laughs> You get us up to two thousand dollars a month. We will <laughs> oh, we yes. will write and perform a Dragonlance Lance Christmas Cushions. Carol.
3: Can we can we oh, get boy. Flying V to do a co pro? <laughs> sure. Uh
0: that's right. And I just wanna just for those of you who are listening, I, I think we're at something like twenty-one, twenty-two dollars, so you know, two thousand <laughs> dollars. We'll do this we'll do this short play for you. Momentum Make is us building. building. Yeah.
1: Eat our words. <laughs>
0: Okay,
2: so, um, does immediately after that, we get the disturbing image of Raceland absently caressing the night blue cover of the strange spellbook he had acquired in Zach Saroth. Yes,
1: <laughs>
2: this, this creepy.
1: Bring your shit in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. he, he, well, yeah, I like to think of Raceland as as being over there in the corner caressing his spellbook. Saying, my precious. Well, yeah. my
1: precious. We're not that yeah. far off.
0: Yeah, uh, he's he'd probably say that about his staff, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, but,
1: uh so Lorana
0: is like, you know what, I'm gonna go over to talk to this guy because <laughs> he said some weird crap. And he she asks him, What do you see? And he takes her literally. And he's like, God. I see,
2: you know. I everything. See. Death and decay. <laughs> it's really, it's really very tiring. Yeah, very tiring. And
0: Lorana actually asks why, and Raceland tells her it was to teach him compassion, which he has not learned. <laughs> no, no, not at all.
2: <laughs> this is what this is what you call a backfire.
0: Yeah, and then you know he goes he goes to a point where he's like, "Up, oh, I'm forbidden to speak of it." And then Lorana. Gets a little bit embarrassed, lets her hair fall forward to hide, hide her face, and Raceland does uh, a Crispin Glover in the first Charlie's Angels. Sort of, he reaches out for her hair, and we're told that because Raceland sees Lorana aging slowly, or more slowly than everybody else, he he doesn't get to the like the the death and decay parts with her. So he actually sees her uh, as. As beautiful, which is again, it's like that's why. Yeah. Why are elves on because they live longer? They're on a different time scale according to your eyes. Like, also, is it just weird to be you because everybody talking to you is a skeleton? But, like, but like trees are old,
3: trees will outlive us all. And (laughs) he sees trees withering. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, It's it's narrative convenience. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I can't remember. Do we know if, like, his timeline has shifted too much? Like, is he going to have extra life length? Do I know that?
0: That's actually a very interesting question to ask, and it's not answered in this trilogy.
1: Oh,
2: cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, I think the implication, at least coming out of the test, and I think this is knowledge we have here, is that they... I think they, they, they tend to refer to it as they shattered his health. So, like, he yeah. will always be unwell.
3: Yeah. Um, they shattered the my body and devoured my mind until by the end I was capable of. And then he stops abruptly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Capable of what? We all must wonder. Is that yes. really a
2: question we want to have answered, though? Yes. That's
0: That's it a it is a question we will have answered. Actually, we're going to have that question answered several times in different ways. In later books, damn it, good, not yeah. Oh no, actually no. There is something we, we we do get something <laughs> in this book that's actually kind of that's kind of fun. But again, that's something we're, we're gonna have to get to it later. It's not gonna happen right now.
3: Just going keep dangling this Racing carrot in front of you, audience, until you give us what we want, which is, yeah, more, which money. is more money. More mm-hmm. money. Buy our books. Buy our books. Buy our
1: buy our, bo- our uh. books
0: uh so lorana continues she's like well like does tannis come to you because you can see the future and racen's like no i can't i can't see the future i could just think for myself which is something these other fools seem incapable of doing raceland in today's parlance is uh a libertarian atheist (laughs) yeah um Uh, libertarian, incel, atheist—again, that's not a terribly difficult combination to find, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the way he talks.
1: Raceland is intolerable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then Lorana's is like, "But you—you you said some of us might not see each other again." And Raceland's like, "You know, I don't even know why I said that."
2: <laughs> I. <laughs> It the moment the moment felt like it called for something dramatic and that's what I came up with. So, that, yeah. that's, so. Just,
3: that's just what came off the dome.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. And then he's like, So we were talking about my mother? <laughs> <laughs> and Ron is like, Yeah, here's Here's what I know, but now let me go into some tragic backstory. Um, revealed
3: some deeper, darkest secrets about her, and about that reflected upon you. Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, it didn't do her any good uh, picking dudes. Um, she picked a, like she picked this guy, and he was a cell sword. And eventually, one day, she just he just disappeared. Um,
3: but not before sort of raising Kitiara to be a warrior. BTW Kittyara is our half sister. Here's a little bit more exposition on who Kitiara is.
2: Yep, so you know mm-hmm. a little bit more about her, just yeah. a little, not not that Much. it'll become important or anything. It's just, yeah, you know, more about She's her. She's
1: just been mentioned since the inch character introductions on the first page of the first book, and we've never really met her.
0: That's yes, um, so. Uh, Raceland, uh, then you know, apparently, Raceland's mom uh, convinced the High Lords to say that her original, uh, her first husband, uh, Gunther, no, not Gunther, what's his name?
2: Gregor. <laughs>
0: Gregor, thank you. Uthmatar, uh, is, is legally dead. So then she marries a, a poor woodcutter, and that's Raceland and Caramon's dad. Uh, and apparently, uh, Raistlin and Caramon's dad died in a tree accident tree-cutting accident.
1: Fucking trees.
0: And, and then...
3: This, this is why y'all motherfuckers need OSHA.
0: That's right. And then her... And then their mom went into a trance that she never came out of. And it was not great. But it taught Raceland a valuable lesson.
3: And that lesson is... Learn to control the power! Never let it control you! Yeah. And Marana's like, really vibing with it. She said, mm, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Quite, quite. Um,
0: so... <laughs> Now she's going to ask some questions about Kittyara,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Raicen's like, sure, yeah, Kittyara. No, she was gone at that point. She came back a few times. Uh, then she took us out with her. That's where we learned to fight together. I using my magic and my brother his sword, which in first edition terms would have been like, Raicen casts magic missile and then hides behind Karamon for the remainder of the fight.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, the image I had in my head of just the two of them like back-to-back fighting was much cooler than that. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, and it's unfortunately not. Um, yeah. So then we find out that he's actually, the, the core group of the companions is already traveling together at that point. Uh, we also find out that Tanis was more or less the leader. Nobody elected him, but everybody sort of looked up to him. And because he has the qualities we're told are essential for leadership, he's quick-thinking, intelligent, creative, but most of us possess these in greater or lesser degree. Why do the others follow Tannis? Well, uh...
1: He's got a beard.
0: And now here we are told something that is either Raceland is really being a lo- uh, uh, wrong or it's a flat lie. Tannis listens to his feelings. He does not suppress them. Or hide them.
1: And then Does he, though? Laugh.
2: This is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah. The physician heal thyself situation um, or he cannot he's able to have uh, empathy with people until he loves them and then he cannot
0: yeah <laughs> and then he's like I don't know what to do about this I have feelings yeah. um, and, and we also we're told that Raclin believes that he's not following Tanis it's just that he and Tanis happen to be traveling in the same direction
3: which is maybe the most insightful thing I've learned about Raceland so far
0: this reminds me of one of the weirdest conversations I had with a friend of a friend who, it, it was basically, we were we were all much younger, but it was still really messed up, where he's like, no, I don't really care about anybody. No, that's not, no, I'm just, I'm just here because we're all here in the same place. I don't care, but I could, I could kill you guys right now. And it was like, sure, whatever. It's fun times.
2: We have a word for that.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. sociopath. It's, yeah. Uh. But then we cut back to the courtroom, and, and actually, I, I think that's a fair description of Raceland. Honestly, dun, dun. Uh, he he is he is kind of a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. I remember also when we were younger, like I'm talking about. This might have even been an elementary school. Like we were trying to figure out uh, what everybody's theme song was, uh, and we've uh, we're pretty sure that uh, Raceland says, "I am a rock."
2: But. Yes. Yeah. I'm an island, except as long as my brother is there to make me tea and carry my stuff. Right.
0: <laughs> an island. So, now this is fun. The Lord says the knights of Salomnia are not welcome in our city, nor are our elves, kinder, or dwarves, or those who travel in their company. A bit racist. Uh, And at the end, he's like, you wear armor. Your weapons are bloodstained and come quickly and readily to your hands. First of all, you haven't seen their weapons. Second of all, you haven't seen them fight. Third of all, if their weapons are bloodstained, they're not cleaning Mm -hmm. them, which means they're not very good at their jobs. But obviously you're
3: skilled warriors.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, somebody says they're mercenaries. Sturm's not. Sturm gives a brief summary of the second half of the last book. Mm Mm-hmm. And convinces the Lord that they came through the kingdom of Thorbarden because he's like, well, I know you don't like the like, Knights of Salomnia, but you know that we'd never lie. And the Lord's like, yeah, yeah that's true. you probably wouldn't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they got me there.
0: And then in comes somebody dragged by a couple of guards. Uh, in comes heavily a-, veiled. A-, a woman who's dragged by a couple of guards. Sturm is, of course, offended by this. So he goes over to help her. Uh, My my favorite part is, like, one of the guards, you know, puts a uh, a harbor. Is that right?
2: Yeah. I think so.
0: Hang on. I got to look this up.
3: I shouldn't have to, but I'm going to. I just, I love the drama of this, of, like, this woman mm-hmm. literally just being dragged in, like on her knees, and like she's trying to be dead weight. And these guards are just like, And here's a pile of clothing. Yeah. with a woman is.
0: I and- thought that was wrong. A hauberk is a coat of mail. I think that's supposed to be halberd. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: because what, that's what why I would, imagined. Why would Sturm feel threatened if somebody thrusts some armor into his face? One of the guards <laughs> is like, Armor!
3: Stay away! Stay
0: away! It's inferior! <laughs> yeah. It- And Sturm is like, kill me if you will, but I'm going to the aid of the lady. And the guard is just like, uh, and then looks up at the Lord and the Lord's like, fine, let him go. And Sturm goes over and does some, some knightly stuff. And the lady talks to him and, uh, Tannis and Gilthanas figure out that she's Sylvanesti Elven. And then the Lord starts into another monologue and he starts with Lady Alhana. So this is alhana Starbreeze mentioned in the chapter summary. Uh, she's apparently trying to find some mercenaries and they're like, we don't like elves so much that we're not going to permit you to spend money in our city.
3: You don't have any mercenaries around. You gotta love
1: that kind of capitalism, it, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just weird. And then we find out that not only is she an elf, she's an elf princess. She's like the Lorana of the Sylvanesti elves. Um, We'll get to her description in a bit. Uh, But we're told, Tannis remembers her, that of all elf maidens reputed to be the most beautiful and as distant as the silver moon that shone on her birth. Uh, So they're going to put her under arrest, which also just seems like a bad idea to me.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Like... Do you really want
3: to arrest the princess of the Elven? Do you do you think maybe the Elves are going to want to say something about that? I mean, who's going to come save her? Not the Qualanesti. No. They're on the other side of the mountains. But the, the Sylvanesti are not. I thought the Sylvanesti had all fled.
0: No, the Silvanesti are... Uh, they're... I mean... A little bit of a spoiler. Both the Qualinesti and the Sylvanesti fled to their ancient homes for different reason. But the fact that the Sylvanesti have fled is not
3: common knowledge right now. Okay. So I the figured. Lord is
0: like, let's create an international
3: incident. I yeah. Figured, I figured Tarsus would at least be aware that, like, their nearest neighbors who are not the dwarves would.
0: Well, once again, like, much like the Qualinesti, the Sylvanesti went, oh, Cataclysm's all the humans' fault. We're not talking to you. Bye. Uh, Bye. Fair. Yeah uh yeah let's start an
3: international incident guys
0: and sturm rather than have the international incident is about to start a fight they're getting a little bit worried about it and the lord is like nope don't do it uh she has broken a law but there's no reason to treat her disrespectfully so guards uh um guards take her to the cell and sturm yeah, well not sir but knight you can go with her since you're so concerned about her flint's like I, I, why am i doing this with you idiots <laughs> every mm-hmm. time i go somewhere i end up embroiled in some sort of crazy crazy fight or scheme or something um, it's a fair
3: concern yeah. it's, it's a fair, fair concern. yep yeah. yeah. uh
0: i'll uh will hannah asked sturm to look for something uh It is a pin shaped like a star glittering with diamonds. So it's the thing at the front of the, that's the illustration at the chapter front. Uh, And he picks it up, but he decides he's going to hide it, I guess, because he doesn't want to give it to her in view of the guards, although it's not really stated what his. Yeah. um, Yeah. So then she, for some reason decides to remove her uh, hood and draw the veil from her face. And it says, for the first time, human eyes looked upon the face of Alhana Starbreeze. Let us justify this with another note. Up to this moment, Alhana's visits to the city have been highly clandestine, and in each previous instance, she entered the city cloaked and with her, her uh, face veiled or hidden. Thus, though, so she has been in and out of the city many times. Up to this moment, human eyes have not gazed on her.
3: I find I find that description highly irregular and sketchy. Yes.
0: Let us, gotcha. in fact, let us just for a moment talk about the description of Alhana Starbreeze. Yeah. Here we go. Moralassa, the elves called her, princess of the night. Her hair, black and soft as the night wind, was held in place by a net as fine as cobweb, twinkling with tiny jewels like stars. So you know, no reason not to dress up if you're going in, you know, incognito. The city. Yep. Uh, her skin was the pale hue of the silver moon. Her eyes the deep, dark purple of the night sky. Oh, I forgot it. she had purple eyes. And her lips, the color of the red moon shadows. She is not. I repeat, she is not either Arwen Undomiel or Luthien Tenuviel. I just want to make that very clear. She's not either one of those elves who also have long dark hair and are princesses. And um, yeah, no. Thank oof.
1: you for clarifying.
2: No we're not see. we're not was, cribbing any any other
0: authors. Nope, that no, that's mm-hmm. not. No, it's not. It's not at all. No, um, in
2: my in my headcanon now, <clears throat> she looks like Nyx from the Hades supergiant game. I Does anybody c- play that?
0: No, oh, yeah. I've heard about it. I mean everybody's heard about it, I think. I'm gonna have to go look up Nyx now.
2: I mean, except Nick in the game, Nyx doesn't have purple eyes, but has like the you know, moon silvery skin and the hey, super dark hair. And-
0: maybe, maybe. You know what? Let's make let's make all fantasy worlds one big fantasy world. Maybe mm-hmm. she's uh, the ancestor
3: of the Targaryens. Who knows? Mm. Who well, knows? Yeah, that's right. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I did a cosplay on accident at Dragon Con last year. Something <laughs> like that description alone.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: so then uh, Sturm and Ohana have more conversation and Sturm is going straight into courtly love.
4: Good is, is what Sturm's is what's weak. happening
0: here. He is he is now becoming uh, a knight out of a medieval chanson, as it were. And uh, Tanis has noticed this and is very worried for his friend because uh, he sees that sturm is instantly in, it's at the very least infatuation at first sight. Let me go ahead and read this. He had seen that beauty enter the knight's heart, doing more damage than a goblin's poisoned arrow tip. For this love must turn to poison, he knew. Uh the Sylvanessi were a proud and haughty race, fearing contamination and the loss of the way of life. They refused to have even the slightest contact with humans. Um yeah, so there's that. So he recognizes that in his friend, love is a problem.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just like within me.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> love. It's a problem.
0: It's a problem. Oh, it's the worst. Once again, Ugh. physician heal thyself. Uh love hurts.
1: Mm. The tannus. Love
0: scars. Love, Love wounds <laughs> and true. arms. Any heart. Yeah. Verily. Yes. Uh, so uh, that is the that's that's the end of chapter five. Does it do we do you want to say anything else about this? I think it's pretty, pretty neatly wrapped up. Uh, yeah, we, we still have this sort of ominous hanging over our heads of uh, people not meeting again in this world. But
2: the other thing, the thing we're that is from that, I think we heard this right Oh no, we haven't we haven't heard this the the Alhana and what what her dad's up to and how she ended yeah. up. I think no, that's, next, that's next chapter. We heard.
0: we have not heard that, and that's not going to be important at all. <laughs> no. I kind of
3: I kind of lampshaded it, so mm-hmm.
0: we'll we'll get to
3: it. Yeah, um, uh,
0: forget, I might forget
2: I
3: said anything. Forget I said anything.
0: I I might um get my friend Aaron back because there's some chapters coming up, a chapter in particular that he, he likes. So I might might see if we can be do beautiful. another recording or two with, with him so we can discuss um, certain parts of Dragons of Winter Night. And now I'm sure I've annoyed the two of you who haven't read the book. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> By no means.
0: Uh, I'm,
1: so, I'm here for the ride.
0: Excellent. So all this, part of the ride. All part of the ride. So this is going to be coming out um, uh, March 15th. Because the other one the one before this came out march 1st uh oh which also reminds me that means there's going to be a march 29th and we're going to need an extra episode for march so that might bum, mean bum, bum. maybe two recordings in february we'll that see that
2: sounds like a problem for future us that is yeah. that is
0: definitely a problem for future us so does anybody have anything to plug the week of march
3: 15th i mean you know i probably should have plugged the misbehaving maidens in the last episode so I'm gonna plug them in this episode because we we mentioned them last time and we should mention them again.
0: Yeah, honestly, uh, go check them out. Uh, they're 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 really they're lots of fun. Um, anyway, yes, misbehaving maple. Yeah, they are.
1: I got nothing. Rather, you got nothing. to My plug? life's really like it's really yeah. static right now, and I like it that way.
0: But do you do you want to plug learning?
1: i plug i plug learning every day with my yes i plug (laughs) learning i plug hope i plug resilience i hope that we are we're in march it will have been a year since the original uh shutdown for quarantine so like i plug all of you listening and that you've made it here thank you for being here with me i'm gonna stay here for you so you better stay here with me there we go
0: that was a lovely plug. Here, hear. Uh, James, you want to follow that with anything?
2: Sure, I'll be um, uh, mercenary and plug again. Flying B Fights Pro Wrestling's The Game, the live playthrough of the WWW RPG, uh, where I will be playing the veteran wrestler Dragonheart. Um,
0: I have plugged my podcasts. Uh, I plug my podcasts on all my other podcasts, which means... I do a lot of podcast plugging, but if you really want to know what I'm doing, you can go listen to the previous episode uh, and catch the last like 30 seconds or so of that. But with Riley again, since we're recording this in in January and we are recording this pre inauguration, uh, I would just like to plug Sanity. Yeah. Um, it's underrated. Uh, we we maybe haven't tried it in a while, but uh, how about how about we just try a little bit of Sanity?
3: You in know what? 2021. Go. Yeah. I'll give it a go. Yeah. I'll give it a spin.
0: Uh so with that, we have come to the end of the episode, which means it's time for me to thank you for coming on this journey with us. We hope you enjoyed it and of course, we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Ciao.
1: Bye-bye now.
0: Yes, there it is. There's that light.
1: Yes.